Uh, playing with Anki is one of the best players in the world, and I uh, just go to the net and put my on the ice, and it, uh, it makes it really easy game. So this is episode 12 of the Vanderson Canucks podcast. My name is Eagle Anderson. I'm joined by my brother, the Canucks Avant Mason. I already asked you how we were doing the audio cutout, so uh, we're redoing this little intro. I know you're doing fine, as always. It is Saturday, March 2nd. We're going to uh, run through the forgotten one first. It's a fun one. I'm going to give you some tougher hints this uh, this time around. So that's a segment where I give you a bunch of bunch of hits about an obscure former Canucks player. You try and guess them. You blurt it out whenever. This week's a doozy. We've got the Patterson extension. He resigned this morning. Uh, eight years at 11.6, I believe. You'll probably correct me on that. We'll talk about that. We're going to go over the games from the week, but it's been a, a tough go as of late. And you know what? The media is all negative. You can get that anywhere, so we're going to try and focus on the positive this week. So let's talk a lot about the Pedersen extension. We can go over the games, but uh, try and keep it positive, and then we'll go over some trade deadline targets and call it good for the rest of the weekend. Any uh, Anything you want to throw in there before we get started? No, no, it sounded spot on, Eeks. Spot on. Okay, so this forgotten one. My first hint, he was traded from Colorado to Boston in the Ray Bork deal. When Ray Bork won his first ever Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche, I believe it was 2001. Anyone well, coming to mind? Nope. I don't know the deal specifically, but this guy already, uh, he's got to be a bit older then, right? That's true. 46 he, years old. That's your next hint. He's currently 46 years old? He is currently 46 years old. He came in the Ray Bork deal. I guess he played for Vancouver after that trade. He did play after that trade. He never actually played a game with Colorado either. He was drafted in the seventh round, 176 overall, way back in 1996 by the Avalanche. And they, oh, they moved him to Boston in the Ray Bork trade? They moved him to Boston in exchange for Ray Bork. He never played a game with Colorado in his life. Okay, so I just canceled out the Colorado thing. So he played for Boston. He's 46. I have no idea if this is right. For some reason, this guy's coming to mind. Played for, was it, is it Marco Sturm? It's not Marco Sturm. Okay, I like okay. I like the uh, enthusiasm, though. Okay. Next hint, he played in two Stanley Cup finals with Anaheim in the 3 loss to New Jersey and the 7 win over Ottawa. Oh, he played in both of them? Mm-hmm. Both with Anaheim. Oh, uh, I have a guess. Is it Sammy Paulson? It is Sammy Paulson. Okay, you crazy okay. guy. You like those hints? A bit tougher than usual? Yeah, uh, good. Good hints. They were a bit tougher than usual. My next one was that he won a gold medal in 2006 in the Olympics. Do you know, okay. Did you know that Sweden won the 2006 gold medal? I did. I did know that, yeah. That would have been a giveaway. And then, yeah, I picked Paulson <laughs> because he tied in. It's trade deadline season. He was traded to Vancouver during the 2012 trade deadline. He was a yeah. uh, a last-minute pickup to boost your roster a little bit. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out so well. He played 19 games for the Canucks in the uh, regular season. He put up six points, played five playoff games. They lost in the first round. A tough go from Paulson, uh, and then he left. He played with Moto the rest of his career. Yeah, uh, he, he did win a cup with Anaheim. Yeah, played most of his career with Anaheim. He came in with a total of eight hundred games, seven hundred ninety-eight games, almost eight hundred games. Yeah, he's a solid depth guy, a good Swede. I picked him because he was a Swede like Patterson, who got re-signed today, and okay. it's also a trade deadline guy. We're in trade yep. deadline season. Uh, what's your biggest Sammy Paulson memory from his time with the Canucks? Um, I remember when they. If I'm not mistaken, they traded for him at the deadline from Columbus, right? Mm-hmm. I think they traded for him for a couple of fourth round picks and a prospect or something. I think I remember I was watching the trade deadline live when they got him. I said, sweet, because I knew who he was. I knew he was a good defensive bottom six forward, right? Won a cup with the Ducks. I didn't know he won the 
He won two cups with the Ducks. He won the one cup, but he was in. He's a part of both their finals. Oh, made okay. It to the finals in 03. Yeah, I remember he seemed really disappointed. They had him on a trade call. They called him. TSN did, and he seemed disappointed. He didn't want to, even though I think Columbus traded him and they were last in the league, and the Canucks were first in the league. Seemed like he didn't want to get traded. That was my biggest memory. He played okay for the Canucks, though, considering they lost in the first round. I thought he was pretty solid because that was the draft. They also got or the deadline. They also got Derek Roy, and he did not play too well for them. Yeah, I thought he he played okay. He was just like a I don't know. I think he centered the fourth line or something when they got him. Onwards to better things. The Canucks signed Patterson today. What's the details? Oh yeah, you were right on the money there. It was eight years, eleven point six per hundred grand more per than uh, Nylander. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty nice. good. They gave him. Yeah, that's, there. What? that's good. I heard all week uh, it was going to be in the twelves or something. People were saying so eleven point six ain't bad. Do you think he took a pay cut, or do you think the Canucks just weren't intending to give him twelve from the whole from the get go, or do you think he said, you know what, I don't need twelve exactly. Let's win some Stanley Cups. You need to resign the guys. I'll take 11.6. That's fair. Sign me up for forever. Do you think uh, that was on him taking a pay cut, or do you think it was the Canucks? They uh, swindled him down to 11.6. You know what? Probably a mix of both. Probably both negotiate. 11.6 is a, still a pretty good number. I don't know where that puts him in the league. Do you know where that puts him in the league for that per put, year? Yeah, I have the list here. That puts him at fifth, I believe. So it goes McKinnon gets paid 12.6. He's number one. Yeah. McDavid is 12.5. Panarin's 11.642. Matthews is 11.640. So he's slightly under Panarin. I thought, I thought Matt, oh, that was an extension. Matthews just signed that four year extension. And he's 13 per? Yeah. So that, yeah, this is just for this season, I guess. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Extensions or anything. And then, yeah, Pedersen would come in at five. And then you've got Eric Carlson gets played 11.5. And so does my man, Nylander. All things considering, that's pretty good. Yeah, for eight years, too. Uh, how old is Petey now? 24? Mm, I thought he was 25. Maybe he's 25. But regardless, he'll be 32, 33 years old yes. when it's all said and done. Yeah, you get, you get him for his entire prime. And the cap's going up so much. Yeah, I he, think it's he is be... 25 now, so he'll be 33 20. when it's all when it's done. done. Yeah. That's, still, that's pretty much all his prime years, 25 to 33. Yeah, and the cap goes up every year, like you said. It's yeah. gonna look. It's it'll. It won't look as crazy. Like it even doesn't look crazy right now. He's not even tops in the league. He's top five. I bet you two seasons, two three seasons down the line, he'll be out of the top ten. Yeah, I agree. As it goes forward, it's, it's probably gonna age better and better. And right, I think most Canucks fans, from what I see online, they're all pretty happy. Do you see all the rumors all week? There's a lot of weird stuff going on, eh? Yeah, what was, was happening? Then, I don't know. Stuff was coming out all over the place. Was it Elliot Friedman reported that? Canucks were taking calls on Pedersen or teams were calling on him. And that started a big buzz in the media. And then it came out. They re- they started negotiating again, like a couple, like four or five days ago or something, because apparently Canucks and Carolina were in talks for a trade or something. It's a lot of wacky stuff going on. Who knows what's legit and what's not, but they got eight years done today. 11.6 per. I'm happy. I think most Canucks fans are happy. He seemed like he was happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah, that's nice. So how um where does he fall all time for the Canucks? Because I have a list here from 2021 of the the biggest contracts ever. So Quinn, he's getting paid 7.85 still. Miller's getting paid eight. How much is eight, Miller yeah. getting paid? Eight. And he's their most expensive other than Pedersen right now? On the team, yeah. But Fronek's about to get signed too, and there's rumors his number is gonna be in like the eight. Which I don't know, that seems a little little crazy for my liking. Yeah, if they sign him, I 
I don't think it would be eight. I think eight's too crazy. I think se seven I'd be cool with. 6.5 Yeah, to seven I think would be fair I, to you. it, yeah, I think it's going to be over in the six. I think it's going to be in the sevens minimum. Though Frank Saravelli, the reporter, keeps saying he thinks it's going to start with an eight, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Give the man seven. Give him seven and a quarter at most. Yeah, and people said that Patterson's was going to start with a 12, and then they said Yeah. it was going to be 13, and then they said he's going to Carolina. You never know. And I mean, if Patterson did take a pay cut, maybe Hironic, he'd take a pay cut too. And the reason his numbers are so crazy this year is because he's playing with Hughes too, and I'm sure they would factor that in. I don't think Yeah, they end up giving him eight, but we will I don't think see. so either. I don't think so either, Eeks. But um, all-time, yeah, I have the all-time list for highest average salaries for the Canucks. So Pedersen is now number one by a good margin. At Yeah. uh, eleven six, and then you got Miller, I guess, at eight. Hughes seven point eight five. Uh, Sedin's both signed at seven million. Bertuzzi, they paid him six point nine five million, so just under seven. That would have been crazy at the time, eh? Oh, I big wonder time! what I wonder what the equivalent would be today. Heck of a lot, heck of a lot, and it was it was a shorter term contract too, only four years. Uh, Luongo six point seven five. Messier, he would have signed in the 90s for 6.67, which is pretty insane. And then, yeah, you don't have too much How depth. long was Messier's deal when they signed him? His was a uh, a three-year deal. Okay, yeah, he was already pretty old at the time too, right? Eh? Mm -hmm. And they had they had a good team. They were supposed to make a run for it. They were supposed to get Messier, and they still had Beret. And I don't know if they had McGillney when they signed them, but they, they were supposed to have a super team and make a run for it, and they were just a gong show the entire time. They still have Bure when they got him? I believe so, yeah. And they had Linden too, right? Because Linden gave up his captaincy to him, right? Yeah, and then they started trading everyone off. And yeah, I I would have to double check that they had Burry. I believe they still did. I'm not sure. Hey, what about did Naslin and Burry ever were they ever on the same team or no? They just miss each other. I feel like they're on the same team. I'll I'll have to All double right. check I it afterwards. Where if this yeah, is I don't included, know that. then yeah, they were on the same team. And if this is completely erased, then they were not on the same team. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, and then you got a, a big three-way tie for Canucks all-time. You got Louis Erickson, Tyler Myers, Marcus Naslin. Well, more than a three-way tie. You got Ryan Miller and Alex Edler as well. All those guys had $6 million average contracts at one point. So, yeah, Patterson kicks off the list now. They got him locked up. They got Miller locked up. They got Hughes for another two seasons after this. I think it's three. Three after this? That's nice. Yeah, And that a steal. Yeah. And what about Besser? He's got... One more after What? this one? Besser has one more after this. I think he's making 6.6 6 something, I think. And then Demko has two more at 5 million after this, I believe. And Hughes got three more at 7.85. And then Miller or whatever's Miller's got six or seven years left after this or something at eight mil. Yeah, so far the uh the Miller and the well and the Demko too and the Hughes contracts are all looking pretty pretty good so far. The Miller one, I'm sure it'll look bad as it ages because he is he is up Oh, even there. But so even far, it's so, looked great. yeah, he would get like if he was a free agent like this year or something, he'd probably Yeah, get I don't. like in, yeah, he'd probably get a little bit shorter term deal, probably like the six year range because he's thirty one now or whatever, 30, however old he is, thirty one, thirty two, thirty one, thirty one maybe. But he'd probably get like ten mil, I bet. Oh, yeah, for Annually, sure. yeah, ten, eleven mil annually. So that's pretty good. Heck yeah. Anything else you want to say on the Pedersen front? Um, no, I'm happy. I'm glad all that stuff's over with. We'll see what the next uh, big thing is in Vancouver, what the next big talking point is, eh? Yeah, I bet you uh, 
well, now that they signed him, they can start trying to re-sign those other guys too, which is nice and getting those ducks in a row. Yeah, and plus, year. I heard they really wanted to get it done before the deadline too. It gives them an idea what their cap's kind of going to be next year. Because mm-hmm. they might – I heard they're still like – I keep hearing rumors they're like still super in on Jake Gensel somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and like they're apparently they're all over the place. They're still like one of, if not the main teams in talks with all these different teams for players. So I don't know. I think – I don't know. There's a chance they could get someone with like term, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I doubt they get like a high-end rental now. It doesn't make any sense now they got Lindholm and stuff. Yeah. I don't think it would make much sense. If they got Gensel, that wouldn't make any sense really. Yeah, I know. I won't be super surprised. Like, uh, Pavel Buchnevich, eh? He's got, like, I think he's got another year after this, a, a pretty reasonable cap hit. If they went, went after someone like that, I won't be too surprised. But yeah, it gives them a clearer look at their cap for sure. Well, what do you think they'd have to give up for Buchnevich? Because he... I heard they want, yeah, he, it would be like a first round and a, they would have to give up a lot. Yeah. I heard they si- want the similar equipment. to Gensel, I bet, right? Yeah, similar to Gensel. But he has, a, yeah, he's got another year left at a cheaper cap hit than Gensel's going to get. Mm. But Gensel's a better player. I don't know. Yeah, I think Gensel's the better player. Yeah, I guess he's put up forty goals a couple times. He plays with Crosby and stuff though. Who does Bushnevich play with? Braden Chen? Yeah, Robert Thomas, Jordan Kyrie. I don't know. Yeah, he's. Well, I think he has more elements to his game too. He's a big boy. Yeah, that's true. Do you think they'll make a big splash like that? If you had to bet your, your first I'll say no. Child on no. no, nah, nah. I don't think so. Yeah, I think offensive-wise, once everyone's healthy, sign Kessel for some offensive depth. I think a small move would be fair. Even even someone like – because they already added Lindholm. If you added Frank Vitrano, that would also be – that would be a pretty – a decent move, but you wouldn't be having to pay as much as you would for Bishnevich or Gensel. I'd be down for that. Or Yeah, even, well, you said you have to pay quite a bit for him too. I think he's at 30 goals now, and he's got another year, maybe two. One or, I forget if he has one or two, but he's at an even cheaper cap. But you probably have to give up – Pretty good ransom for him too, I bet. Yeah, I don't. I, th- I think on the offensive front, I think it would probably be smartest to uh, just say F it. Sign Castle for some depth. Maybe, maybe add someone not as much value. If you'd have to give up a lot for Retrano, maybe he wouldn't be the move. Defense, I could see them making a move though, for sure. Oh, for sure. Did you see Tyler Myers is out? They said week to week. Week to week, eh? So he they, might be out like a month. Can they trade him if he's injured? You could trade him if he's injured, yeah. You can trade him if he's injured. But you also open up cap room. They moved Susie's about to return now, thank goodness. Probably not against Anaheim tomorrow, they said, but like maybe the game after, which is good. Yeah, but he's on LTIR right now, so they have extra cap. And I don't know, maybe they can I don't know how it all works exactly, but maybe they can move Myers to LTIR too. Who knows? But yeah, I I guarantee they're gonna get another defenseman though. Who who do you think they'd be targeting? Well, Panem got moved. I doubt, like, there's not a lot of defense. Now, Toronto just got Eli Labushkin the other day. Um, Sean Walker for the Flyers is making the rounds. Is one of the biggest names out there for defensemen as a rental. I don't know. I wouldn't mind him just getting, like, a, a solid depth piece to fill in. I actually like I like the idea of getting Troy Stetcher from Arizona. He'd be cheap, really cheap. And he's even played with most of those guys before. Um, do you think he'd then, make any difference, though? Like, do you think he'd even make the lineup? Yeah, because, well, Byers out right now. Friedman's going to be in. He's going to play over Friedman. He's better than Friedman? Oh, yeah. Okay. You don't think so? Uh, I don't know. He was fine years ago. I know his plays. Like, he's not. When he was with the Canucks, he was at his peak for a little bit, and he was fine when he left. I haven't really heard anything. If he's playing in Arizona, I'd have to look at his stats. But 
I like I'm sure he'd be a little bit of an improvement over Friedman, but not I don't know. It it does add some extra some extra depth though. Well, even just add another N another NHL caliber defenseman. Yeah. You know? I was thinking go Arizona, but I was thinking Matt Dumbo would be a good Yeah, player. I was just about to say that too. But because he's just, he'd be a rental too, he's on a one year deal. Yeah. You always get you see all these trades here. They don't only like uh get Arizona to retain half his cap. I think it's making like four mil or something. Then you can always get another team to retain like twenty five percent of that for like a fourth round pick or something. Yeah, and I don't think they wouldn't have to give up a ton for Dunbo either because he's he is only twenty nine, but he's he's seen he's just, better days for sure. He's only got nine yeah, points in fifty two games. Yeah, he's like three or four years past his prime. Um, I like him though. He lays well. I did like him when he was good. He lays big hits and stuff like that, and he seems pretty mobile. Yeah, but I, yeah, I wouldn't mind Dumba. Yeah, I think that would be a. That'd be a solid option, and he is just a rental guy too, so you wouldn't have to be paying him four million down the line, and mm-hmm. he wouldn't have a high. I'm sure you'd get him fairly cheap. What do you think, third rounder? And uh, I heard they're looking for a second rounder. That's what I heard yesterday. Yeah, I don't think they get a second rounder for him. I don't think so either. Cal- Calgary's looking for a first rounder for Tana, but they didn't get that. Tana's yeah. the guy I would have loved to get if they got someone. Yeah, yeah, and they got someone with name value. You didn't even have to give up a ton either, too. I don't know. We'll see how it all plays out, but they have a lot of defensemen expiring. They could maybe get them in the offseason. I'd be down for that. Yeah, actually, I heard today, I forget who it was. I seen this little article report that uh, Brendan Dillon for Winnipeg, they wouldn't get him at the deadline, right? Because Winnipeg's good. Mm-hmm. But I think he's from, he's a BC, he's from Surrey, and he's a UFA in the offseason. I heard he might have uh, interest in signing with the Canucks, and the Canucks would have interest in him, and they had interest in him a couple years ago when he signed with Winnipeg. Yeah, that'd be so a look, good one look, to look into. Yeah, look for him in the offseason. Yeah, yep. I don't know. I wouldn't just I wouldn't mind just like a another NHL quality defenseman, you know? What about uh a couple of Calgary Flames? You got Rasmus Anderson. These wouldn't be these these would probably be longer term ones. Uh you'd have to re-sign Hannafin. Anderson is signed until twenty twenty six. They both get paid over four and a half million. And you'd have to give up something sizable, but Anderson or Hannafin, do you think either of those guys could uh could be a fit. I, Would it make sense? I, I don't think so at this point. I don't think so. Why? I feel like it'd be too complicated of a trade this late in the season to add like a high-end piece like that. You have to move actual pieces from your team out probably. I don't know. I like the idea of just, you already made the Lindholm trade. You traded quite a bit for it, right? I think you add a couple small pieces to fill gaps and you go in with your team. But to play devil's advocate, you already made the Lindholm trade. You traded away your first round pick this year. You have a lot of guys expiring. Do you want to go all in? Rutherford, yeah, who knows how many years that guy has left on the earth. He wants to get another shot in the cup <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> no, you know those guys like bait, making a splash, though. They're not scared to uh, make some controversial moves. I could see I'll them say, doing something crazy. I don't think – I think – well, I guess Anderson has term. Yeah, if they get someone, I think it's like someone of substance. I think it's going to be someone with term already. I don't think they're going to get someone like Hannafin or something and then roll into free agency with him and Lindholm as UFAs and then like eight other guys. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Yeah. I'd be down for Anderson, another uh, Swedish boy, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, yeah 4.5 million for another couple seasons. He's already got 30 points on 50. Is that what games. he's making? Yeah. 4.55. They'd probably want a, quite a bit for him then. eh? Yeah. You, you'd probably maybe have to give up another first or one of your top prospects. Maybe both. Yeah, but I mean that that'd be pretty uh pretty gnarly to add him. My last my last defense guy I'd be considering mm-hmm. is Will Borgen. I don't know mm-hmm. how you pronounce his last name, but uh for Seattle, he played with Susie, 
They played on yep. the same line, I hear, in Seattle. He uh, he has another year left, so he has some term. He's got 20 points. He's a solid a solid top four guy. You can throw him on the top four. Throw him with Susie. He signed for another year, $2.7 million. It's affordable. He's a right-handed D. You wouldn't have to give up an arm and a leg. Probably probably like a second and something, maybe a third and something. <laughs> we'll, uh, th- and that's not terrible at this point if Canucks want to go go make a run for the cup. It might make sense to add him. He'd be a better option than Dumba or Stetcher. And he yeah. wouldn't be as expensive as Anderson or Hannafin or one of those guys. So I think that one can make sense. And he does have the chemistry with Susie too. What do you think of that? Yeah. Is he a righty? He is. Okay. They were a pair, they were a pair last year, right? Susie and Morgan? He's a big boy too, right? Yeah, 6'3". Yeah. He, he seems like he fits the mold. But I, I don't know. I haven't watched him play too much or know like too, too much about him. But I feel like he just fits into that category of all the Canucks defensemen minus Hughes and Hronik with like Susie, Myers, Cole, Zadorov. He's like all the same, pretty much same level as those guys from what I understand, eh? Mm-hmm. They all kind of bunch together. A lot of big mutants who can play, yeah. kind of. <laughs> and I like he does have like a 2.7 million is a fine deal. Yeah. And he signed for another season as well. Okay, he signed for another year. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I don't know if Seattle would want to trade him to Vancouver though, just because they are division rivals. But I mean, they're yeah. not going to make a run for it this year. If they yeah, but may- he's also not a rental either though. So they're not playing next year. I don't know. Yeah, I don't mind that option though. But I, again, I'm I'm fine with just like maybe the Lindholm trade. They're struggling right now, which is fine. I'm fine with it. Whatever. I think they'll get their game going before the playoffs. I think you just you made your big trade, get a good team. I think you just fill in the gaps. Unless you're getting a guy with term, I guess what Borgen is. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think sign sign Kessel, make a yeah. small a small depth trade here and there. If you can, if you can add someone like Vetrano or uh, well Will Borgen, I'd be into that. Or Dumba. I I think a, another defenseman would probably be top priority. Yeah, well, I think they're going to acquire a num- another defenseman for sure. I I just don't know how high quality of a defenseman, you know. You don't like Stetcher for some reason. You hate Stetcher. No, I like Stetcher a lot. I just don't know um, how much value. Like, I think they should add someone a bit, a bit, a bit more caliber. than that. Yeah, if they're gonna go, if they're gonna try and make a run, get get Dumba or uh, Will Borgen would be sweet. And if you want to break the bank, get uh, Rasmus Anderson. Okay. Or Frank Vitrano. We'll take Dumba and we'll take uh, Vitrano. Actually, that'd be sweet. Okay. Yeah, I heard. Um... They're really looking at, you know, Brendan Duhame. Have you heard of him from Minnesota? Okay. What's his I name? heard they're a uh, big guy. He's got six points in like 50 games this year. I think he's on an expiring deal. He's just big, grindy, hits people, kills penalty, and he's pretty quick. Canucks aren't a very fast team. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I heard they're looking at him. So, it looks like maybe at least for forwards, because they're going to sign Kessel, it probably just looks like maybe they're scooping around adding just a depth piece like that. Yeah. Cockett uh, has been shitting on their fourth line a bit lately. He's been shitting on quite a few of them lately, but <laughs> he said the fourth line lost their identity in one of these press conferences after their losses. Mm. So I wouldn't mind it. if they acquire someone like him. Shake it up a little it. bit. Yeah, just acquire a good depth piece. Honestly, I think that's what they're going to do with the deadline. I, mind. I think they're going to acquire a defenseman and a forward, probably. I just don't know. I think more to fill the gaps, you know? Yeah. But you never know without Rutherford. Yeah, that's true. You never know without Rutherford. Yeah. Um, his we should di- talk... His- his days are numbered. <laughs> That's what they tell me. We should uh, we should go over the games since we last talked quickly. The Boston game was a ton of fun. The Green Men were returned. That was pretty sweet. They came out to Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance music. 
Oh, yeah. After the shenanigans in front of the penalty box there, Vancouver came back from 2-0 down, one in overtime. It was an absolute classic against Boston. It seemed like, like the tide was turning, and then they blew a bit of a lead against Pittsburgh, lost in overtime, I believe, and then they got cooked by L.A. the other night. And that's where we're sitting. They play Anaheim tomorrow night. What was uh, what was your biggest takeaway from those games? I think it's a combination of things. They look pretty exhausted. They did have that really rough schedule. They played a lot of games and a lot of nights. They look pretty exhausted. They got they're battling through a couple injuries. Their confidence pro- a bit low. Their power play's been horrendous and stuff. I think it's just a combination of some things. Uh, I'm not too worried yet. I've also been unfortunate. I haven't watched like I've only been able to watch half of the games. For whatever unlucky reason, they keep landing on the night to have sports, like every single game. So I've only been able to watch like half of them. But I watch all the highlights and stuff and see what's up. But um, yeah, I think it's just a combination of things. They look pretty tired. Confidence is probably a bit low. Battling some injuries. I think they'll get it figured. I ain't too worried. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Anaheim's a pretty tough team. Pedersen's coming off this... uh... This contract, that should be an easy win for them to bounce back. Maybe get some confidence. Pedersen will be playing a bit lighter. I'm predicting a Pedersen hat trick tomorrow or a Pedersen five-point night against Anaheim. A big, I would love that. A big 7-2 blowout. How's that sound? That sounds pretty good to me. I also think he's been struggling a bit lately, like quite a bit. Uh, Petey? I think Look, it might be the mental stuff, though, because he's I think struggled so in the past when there's a lot of talks around no, yeah yeah so i think now with his contract signed he should be able to just play unless unless it adds more pressure and now he's getting paid and then he's gonna be playing bad and then people are gonna be <laughs> crapping on him i think that's also a possibility but i feel like it's probably weight off his off his shoulders and now hopefully he can play put up five points tomorrow that's uh that's my dream yeah i think it's gonna benefit him i feel like he's gonna start playing a bit better definitely seemed like it was weighing on him all right, big dog. Well, any final thoughts before we sign off here? Next play the Ducks tomorrow on the road. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Banderson Canucks podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please tune in again next week, either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday for the next installment of the podcast. Thanks again for listening. Have a good week.